Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Grinning ear to ear as I get to be the one who asks the hard questions, right? (laughs) All right, first off, before we get started, seriously, um, has a Network 360 been amazing? Woo! Looking at your heads nodding, right? Right? Let's give some spirit hands for our friend and the leadership team who kicked butt in that faculty, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Great job. Great job. All right. It had to be said, so we're going to carry on from there. Okay. I say we get started. So, first off, just in case you didn't know, I'm Brenda Lee. (laughs) My last name is Schlachta, but who cares about that? So I'm Brenda Lee, and I am your 2020 national president. So Yay! I thank you. How how proud I am! How how much gratitude and appreciation I have for all of you. You've done an amazing job, and you will continue to shine in 2020 under this leadership team. So this little segment is called Coffee Talk, and this is the chance that we have to get to know our leadership team. What we want you to know is that at a national level, it's no different than at a local or state level. We are all thrusted into a situation where different people from different walks of life, different backgrounds, right? And we're all thrown together, just like it happens in the local and the state level, right? Um, As business leaders, We are all very, very strong, right? We're very strong personalities. We bring a lot to the table. We discuss, we agree, we disagree. But at the end of the day, my friends, major bonds, it's choking me up right now because I've had quite quite the time here. Major bonds and friendships, real connections unfold. You gotta let it happen because it's there, all right? So, and so today, what I get the honor to do is to uh, get this uh, 2021 leadership team together with the purpose of getting to know each other. So um, as a first step, what I'd like to do is ask each one of the leadership team to introduce themselves for position and uh, give your women's counsel why. And I'd like to start with Carrie and then uh, go from there. So Carrie, can you give us your women's counsel why? My stump speech, huh? So I'm Carrie Hartnett. I'm from the beautiful state of Oregon, now here at the Oregon coast. Um, My Women's Council, why? Honestly, Women's Council helps me get through some of the most um, adverse times that I've ever had in my life. And just like Brenda Lee just said, the friendships, the bonds that you create, I mean, it is immeasurable. And so that is definitely probably the biggest why that I have. Great job. Chris? Good morning. I'm Chris Lee in Idaho Falls, Idaho. And um, my why, it's going to be the same. I mean, we all say it and it sounds so cheesy. And I always thought when I was new, everyone's like, oh, the relationships. But it's so true (laughs) because I joined for different reasons than why I stayed. I joined to grow my business and to learn more and to be that expert in what I do for a living and to network with local peers and whatnot. And what I found is across the country, the networking, and you do build relationships and you find other people that their interests and needs and where they are in their journey aligns with yours. And just having other people to reach out to, even outside of your own market area, is just an amazing experience. That's my why. (laughs) And it's a good one. (laughs) 
All right, I'm Sylvia Siebold and I am from Rowlett, Texas. I will be your president-elect next year. And my why, although it's similar, it's different. Um, I started with Women's Council because my mom introduced me to it. And I was a teenager at the time, the people that have heard my story. And I watched her become a person I didn't know. Like I watched her become this leader and I'm still on that journey to find out who I am going to become. So that's my why. Beautiful. And I, and I am the fortunate one to work with these amazing ladies. I'm Pamela Banks from Florida and I'll be your 2021 national president. Just to say those words just gives me chills, I have to say. You never know where your journey in life is going to take you. And my why is to inspire others to be the very, very best that they can be. I get joy. You know, people will say to me, you know, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. And I tell them you're going to be better than me because you're going to be just like you. So the reason I joined is a little different. I joined to surround mm -hmm. myself with like-minded professionals. And I continue to stay in the organization because we have so much to give back. And when you have something to give back, you need to share it with others. And when you see somebody grow from that, that's what it's all about. That's, that's what my why is for the Women's Council of Realtors. It's a beautiful thing. And what an amazing team you have set up for 2021. Great things, great things, my friends. Love it. All right, let's get into the hard questions, shall we? <laughs> I, my first question, and here's the idea. If it's all right with the leadership team, I'm not gonna say, well, uh, Carrie or Sylvia or Pamela or Chris, I'm just gonna pose the question and then it's like what we do when we're together. You know how we all just sort of jump in and we just start bop, bop, bop. I expect that to be, I want you all to be your authentic selves, people. All right? We know how to do this. Okay? Now, we do have questions, but uh, just pop in. Say what you feel. All right. So here's the first one, one that I have planned here. We are all in this journey together in 2020, and we all agree it's been quite the year. Um, not anything that any of us had expected. So here's the question. What is the one leadership lesson you've learned this year, individually or even as a leadership team? What is that one lesson that you learned this year? Who wants to start? Well, listen, I have to start because the one thing I learned is when Brenda Lee is sitting in her chair, her chair does not make her butt look fat. And that was one of the things that she would say, does this chair make my butt look fat? And we're like, no, you look great. Well, that's a wonderful thing to start out with. I mean, everybody needs to know that. That is true. That is true. But Pamela, it is not about me. <laughs> now you all see how it goes. You see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have fun. I mean, you have to have some fun. Yeah, we've learned a lot that we are resilient. I mean, let's face it. I mean, what our organization has done over the last, you know, four or five months has been amazing. So that's that's kind of the biggest lesson that we we can do th things differently and still be relevant. Right, right. I'd love well, to for me. That. Go ahead, oh, Carrie. go ahead, Sylvia. No, go. You go, girl. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, for me personally, but I also think um, as a leadership team, it's courage. If there was one word that I think could sum it up. It's courage. Having the courage to step out and do something different. Having the courage to be in the forefront and go virtual and start book clubs and do all kinds of crazy stuff that we've never heard of. It's, it's having that courage to maybe be wrong. 
And I think that that's the, the biggest thing that we've done. I've done personally, but as well as the team, we've just been really courageous and in this unknown time. Yeah, love it. Carrie, go ahead. Okay, so as the new kid in the block, I really, I've, I've just started uh, coming together on the team, but this is a lesson that I've learned, uh, and, and it's really just, it's just um, been compounded this year, and that's to give grace. Oh. Um, you really just don't know, and, and not only to others, but to yourself, especially because we are human, and you really don't know where someone's coming from, and so you really can't judge that from another person. And also giving yourself grace because you are only human. And when you do find yourself being a little judgy, you just step back and say, <laughs> I'm just going to give a little grace. So that's, that's my lesson this year. Cool. I guess that leaves me. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> no, um, as a leadership team, I think um, it's really been, we're all, we're all in this together and all of you and your leadership teams. I mean, we all take our turn to pull on the, we all take our turn to step up and row. And it may not be like your job description, but we're all on a team. It is a team and jump in there and do your part to make the team work. Um, and don't be afraid to do that. That's why you're there. Um, individually, like on the business side, just realizing in transactions that every, not only are our clients stressed out and not sure what to do, but every agent that's writing deals that are coming to you that you're dealing with on the other side of the table, they're stressed out. If you're in a market with um, low inventory, I, I get calls that they're like, is this going to work? Cause I don't even want to spend the time to write it. And I'm like, really? But just realizing that they're stressed out and not only am I counseling my clients, but I might be counseling that agent on the other side too. So it's, it's just kind of realizing that everybody is in a different headspace, like Carrie said, and our job in leadership isn't just what we might think it is, but it actually is extending to others around us even more so than usual. So true. So true. Yeah. Grace is, is a great one. Courage is a great one. Great, great. So some of the comments that are made, I think you ladies will really appreciate it. Um, someone said that it's uh, it, the fact that sometimes you realize that it's your time to roll. You know, because in the end, we are so much stronger when we're together, right? Yep. And sometimes it is your time to roll. I love that. Accept change with some of it, the lessons that were learned, that they realized they could pivot, um, things such like, like that. So I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. So we all bring something very unique to the table. And again, as I said in the beginning, we all mesh together. We all come in as individuals, and then we end up meshing together into this amazing, caring, loving, bonded leadership team. So with that individual piece in mind, you uh, <laughs> recognize that what is it that is your leadership style? What is the leadership style that you all brought to the table? Chris, why don't we start with you? I was going to say, I'll jump in first then. And I was going to say something else until you said that, which is why I was giggling. But I was going to say my ability to say no, <laughs> <laughs> which they're all laughing now. because Love that. <laughs> <laughs> if someone needed to say no, um, apparently I'm the one to do it. No, but, but honestly, in order to say yes to some things, you have to say no to other things. And there's just a right time to say yes to some things and a right time to say no to some things. And a no isn't necessarily a negative response. 
Um, but we're kind of joking around because I can't even remember what came up, but it was, should we give it a nice, soft, whatever? I was like, it doesn't need to be a half hour answer. The answer is no. Do you want me to say it? I'll say it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, her, her middle name <laughs> is Chris. Her <laughs> Chris Nancy Pilecki. <laughs> oh, no. Right. So hopefully not in a negative way, but I, I think I hopefully what I try to bring to the table is um, consistency and reliability. And I try to think like, okay, what would a Vulcan do? Like, can we just look at this logically and take some emotion out of it? Because sometimes we all let emotion get the best of ourselves and myself included. And I'll just like put the phone away and not answer for a couple hours and come back and be like, okay, so mm -hmm. here, you know, someone else is coming from a different point of view. I need to consider that and try to be just keep it logic and then just say no and not explain why. Excellent job. <laughs> and may I just bring to the attention in case you all missed it, what would a Vulcan, a Vulcan do? do. <laughs> it's a great one. What would a Vulcan do? There you go. Who thinks like that? I don't know. Somebody's going to have to Google Vulcan, I'm sure. I, I understand. It's complete logic. A Vulcan has complete logic. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. What about you, Carrie? What I feel like I bring differently to the table is I'm pretty good at listening. I come at things as a coach and just really ask a lot of questions so that I can understand. And I ask questions and then try to stop talking and listen and, and finding strengths in others that they may not know. Because I think as realtors and as women, we all just do everything. But I, I believe that we're not all good at everything. Sorry, guys, we're not all good at everything. And as we heard the other day, I think it was during the impromptu and the multitasking. Was that what it was? The, yeah. the, the improv? I mean, we all get in the habit of doing things multitasking. And I just don't think that that's very effective. And so I think when I can identify in someone their strengths and put them in the right position. It's what, what's that book? The energy bus put, put people in the right spots on the energy bus. I think that's something that I bring to the table. Good job. You sure do. It's funny. You said that Carrie, I'm just gonna go next. So, okay, Brenda, uh, Absolutely. she said, she said, we're not good at everything. And I have, when, when comments like that are made, I have to laugh at, um, Chris and myself because we are not the eyes on the leadership team. We, um, do not, like going to social events, not because we don't like them, but it's, we're not the social butterflies of the team. Like Brenda that might be like, hello, 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 when she walks in the room, that's not us. We are not all good at everything. Chris and I are not good at that part of it. We are the high C's of the team. And what I think I bring is because I'm a high C is the organization. Like I have to have all the facts mm -hmm. and all the sub facts of all the facts before I can make a decision, which is a little annoying to y'all. And I know that, yes, no, it's it's um, but, but that's the way I am. But I'm also the one that grabs the whiteboard, gets the colored markers, and I'm making the chart so we can get through things very organized and very fast. And that's what I bring is like kind of the consistency organization and all of that to the team. It's so true, right, Pamela? Yes, definitely. And that's what we love about each, I love that about each and every one of these ladies is, they do bring something different to the table and we embrace that, you know, even though we're also very different and I am an I and a D and a S and a C or whatever. And I'm all these different things because I'm like a chameleon. I can kind of mold into what needs to be done and very inclusive. So I like to include people in their opinions. And so, you know, I, I realized that although I think I have the best ideas, 
that my ideas are not always the best, and I'm sure the team would share that with you. So, so you know, it, you have to really kind of fight your battles, and that's you know something I've learned over the years is that even though you may think you have this great idea, you have to listen to those around you and 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 then just kind of go with it and learn from each other. So I bring inclusion to the table and big crazy ideas sometimes. You know, it's funny you say that, Pamela. One of the comments was that listening is a really good thing to bring to the table. So I'm glad that you hit that point. And as I step back and watch all of you, it's, I find it to be very collaborative. You know, the fact that you all have that collaborative piece is mm -hmm. a, a sign of a, a great leadership and a great thing for our uh, organization to move forward uh, mm -hmm. because there is that major collaboration that's going on. And it's, a, it's truly a beautiful thing it really really is okay let's carry on shall we we don't have all day apparently oh this is a good <laughs> one too who do you look up to for inspiration or mentorship who well, wants to start i'll start because i was kind of waiting waiting on the other anyone that's in a national role like some of our past national presidents uh some of our national association of realtors presidents um you know, Cynthia Sheldon is uh, was a past national CCIM president. She's here in Florida. And uh, she ran from the floor in very contested races against the good old boys. And, you know, people like that that show their strength and show their gut and show their glory, um, I they inspire me because, you know, there are times when we all have self-doubt about what we're doing. So I learn from them and, you know, those, those are the people that really mentor, mentor me and inspire me. Great. Who's next? Carrie, go ahead, Carrie. I just want to tag along on that because she mentioned some of the past national leaders. And the first person that comes to my mind is my mother, Gail Hartnett, yes. who was a past mm -hmm. national president in 2006 for the Women's Council. But honestly, every, I learn something and I'm, I'm inspired by every single person that I choose to surround myself with. And even those that I don't necessarily agree with, that I, I you know, maybe I wouldn't be that style. It, it just helps me form a better <laughs> version of myself. And so really, of course, my mom, we should all say our moms, right? <laughs> For very different reasons, though. But, but all of you, anyone who I choose to spend any time with is just such an inspiration. And that's why I choose to spend time with those people. Good job. Great job. Yeah. And I think it changes too, depending where you are in life. You know, like when I was younger, in the early 90s, I worked for a lady who ran her own headhunting business out of her house. And, it, um, and I just was like, wow, you can run your own business and out of your house. And she'd fly to London and Germany and just recruited all over the world and just had this little home office in the early 90s. And that was just kind of blew my mind and I helped her with uh, all the bookkeeping and the back end stuff. And uh, so I learned a lot from that and, and just gaining that perspective of, oh, you can do that. And the entrepreneurship of that. And I think I took that away from that and a lot from that relationship and that she was doing that global business on her own, just from her house. You know, who knew? Wouldn't have even thought of it. And, you know, and then obviously in the women's council, as you're going through different stages of your leadership journey, like I didn't join to be a leader, but as it turns out, you get tapped and other people see things and, and so many mentors along that journey also at different levels of that, you know, locally in your business. And there's just different, there's not just one person that this was it for life. You know what I mean? The different, every person that you meet, or especially if someone has 
a different path than you or different background and life experiences. So much that you can learn from that if you get to know those people that come from a different background than you or live somewhere different or had a different business or lifestyle. It's just so much more enriching to yourself if you can delve into that. Yeah, great, great. What about you, Sylvia? Um, well, I'm going to go a little different direction than everyone else has because it's, oh my gosh, I'm going to try not to cry too. It's because like what's going on and everything. But my biggest inspiration is my children. They're, oh my gosh. Um, Wait for your nose. <laughs> Look at the light. Look um, at the light. <laughs> they're now 18 and 20. And I think about like being at Network 360. I was local president-elect. My youngest was in kindergarten. I was in August. I went to um, Chicago and my youngest was entering kindergarten and he just graduated in the midst of this pandemic. So that's the, the journey. And so my children, I think that now that I have adult children and seeing that they have picked up the best qualities of us, they are my inspiration. And okay, I can't talk anymore. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> Thanks for we're so sorry to do that to you, Sylvia. But Sylvia, oh I I get it. I have never been a crier. As a matter of fact, I was worried my my tear ducts didn't work or that I had a black heart or something. But I don't know. This pandemic has turned me into that as well. And it's authentic and it's real and it's your truth. And we appreciate that beyond words. And cry, baby, cry. And the other thing is that I, I do want to address. I have done that leadership role with children, with little children. And so all of you out there that might have little children, you're not at this flip where now I have adult children. It's worth it. Stick it out. Like it's worth it. You can lead and the example you're showing your children you're going to be the crybaby, you know, 12 years from now, like me, thinking about the examples you've given to your children. Yeah. So it, it's worth it. Cry. Yeah. It's priceless. It's priceless. I totally agree. And someone in the chat, I think it was Peggy, made the mention about how you as members are an inspiration. All of you as a whole, someone mentioned the geese, how they manage and I love that as well. And so, so you as the members have been very inspirational. Just when we were just like this, somebody would bring something to us and it would make us forge ahead. So thank you so much. Marilyn, did you want to say something? Yes. Um, ahead, well, first, hi to everybody. Like Sylvia says, it's, it's great to be an example for our kids. My kids are 26, 23, and 21. And being on, on this leadership position, I know it pushed them to work harder. But at the same time, I have wonderful role models. One is Regina Scott and Lindsay Pennington. My first language is not English, it's Spanish. So seeing them reaching so many goals has inspired me to follow. And being on the Women Council has taken me out of my comfort zone because like I said, Spanish is my first language. So just being in all this and talking in front of people and contact everybody in, in, in English without thinking so much if my English is perfect or not, it's helped me a lot to grow. And the most wonderful thing is I feel comfortable with myself. I empower others yeah. to do it no matter what, if your language, your color, your religion, your whatever. 
-hmm. we all can do it and we can work together. And Excellent. and I appreciate that. And this week has been amazing. And, oh, great and job. I thanks everybody that have worked on it. Thank you, okay. Marilyn. Thank yeah, you thank very, you. very much. Great Outside job. Outside of your comfort that. zone, that's where the magic juju is. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, indeed. All right, so let's carry on. Let's carry on. How about this one? What are the most important attributes of a successful leader today? The most important attributes. Who wants to start? I'll start. Today, I would say, like, in 2020, the year of the murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> I think being the calm in the center of the storm, just because everybody's uh, people say that people don't like change i think people don't like sudden change people are fine with change and we have sudden change coming at us from all different directions and i think everyone's just that a lot of people are at their tipping point with it so being that calm in the middle of the storm right now is very helpful to people i think and really being able to listen to them to their needs where they're coming from keep people maybe get them back focused on center and help them out be that support system but being the calm in the middle of the storm i think right now is what i would say very nice what do you think sylvia i think being authentic and it's a lesson that it took me a long time to learn in leadership that i had to be sylvia i couldn't be who everyone else thought i should be I had to just really be me. And so authenticity is, is really important. And, and being honest, crying in front of all of y'all or letting you know that my blouse is held together with a safety pen because we're real humans. And I think it's actually not, it actually is really buttoned. But how many times have we gone on stage and we're trying to like fake a hymn because it, you pulled it out or whatever it is. But leaders, I think a lot of times you see us on stage and you think that we are all that in a bag of chips. Truth of the matter is, we might have just thrown up off stage because we were so nervous because whatever is happening, you don't know that we've changed our speech a million times. You don't know that we're wondering, did we brush our teeth? Does someone have a mint they can give us? Like all those things that are going through your head, we are just like you. And being authentic and letting people know that they can be us on stage too or on Zoom or whatever it is, just authenticity. Yeah. Are your eyelashes falling off because you're sweating so much? You know, my eyelashes are, are not falling off, and I am not holding anyone's eyelashes in my hands this year. Thank you, Pamela. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure they're not spiders? You know, I, I was so afraid when the someone's going to tell the story because people are going to want to know this. Uh, yeah, Brenda Lee. That's <laughs> right. So I'll tell a really quick that's story. This is not about me. It's about them. But I will take a little story. <laughs> So at, at Network 360 last year, it, we, it was live, and of course, I was the one, the chancellor at the head of the room, and uh, everything's planned. We have it down to the, the millisecond, but to speak to Sylvia's point, things happen, and they were happening while we were on stage. The slides were forwarding without any reason. Nobody knew why they were forwarding. I mean, the napkins all over your face. And, and so now I, and you all know I have this little issue, and don't worry, I still have my stand. So they are bringing me, my wonderful leadership team friends are bringing me tissues to try and pat my face, and now I have napkin juice all stuck on my face. And then I sit down at the table near me, and I say to the ladies, are my eyelashes falling out? And they're like, no, no. But then I can sort of feel them. And so that's so weird. So Heather comes up, and she's like, all right, it's going to be fine. So I literally peel my lashes off, put them in her hand, and she walks away with the lashes in her hand. 
And then she takes that to the table, and that's why Sylvia or Pamela thinks they're spiders. So in the end, there's a, if you ever want to chit chat about that day, that was just amazing. But in the end, to speak to Sylvia's point, it is recognize that we are all in the same boat. I'm going to say it does get easier as you go forward, but it's just different things happen, and you just have to be ready to go. So, all right, enough enough with that. Okay, I well, Carrie, you're muted, so I'll take a turn. Um, honesty and integrity and trust, I think those are all what we need. We need people that we can follow, that we trust. And so, you know, um, being that real person saying, hey, you know what, I, I don't always know the, the way. However, we can find the way together. So I believe that, you know, the number one thing that is important is that you can trust the leader that is asking you to follow them. So that, that's what I think. Excellent job. Pamela, you stole the words right out of my mouth. Um, I think everything that was said prior to um, what I'm about to say is absolutely true in any situation, whether it be 2020 or 2010 or 2030, whatever, whatever it is. But honesty, integrity, and the ability to gain trust and build consensus because we are all in this together. And to do that, I think you have to be authentic and calm at the same time. And so y'all stole the words right out of my mouth, which I guess we're all in great company. I love it. I love it. And some of the comments in the chat bar is to stay present, which I liked. Listening again keeps coming up, being creative, the ability to pivot. Case said humor is a good thing. So um, all, all these things are, are great um, attributes to successful leaders. So let's switch it up a little bit now, team. Let's talk about conflict, okay? The state team had a nice conflict piece that uh, Cindy DeCoster put on. So how do you all handle conflict and disagreement and then, of course, working through it? Conflict. And Nancy Reagan, that just say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want to add anything more, Chris? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is that a, Chris, is that a no? <laughs> that would be no. <laughs> I love it. I love no, it. I, it's, it just goes back to what we said before, the listening, realizing, you know, like, put your phone down, walk away, don't answer right away, take a breath, realize that other people have different backgrounds. Maybe they had a different reason why they came to that conclusion that you don't agree with. Um, because of past experiences they've had that is outside of your scope. And that's why a diversity of background and experiences and life is so important on a leadership team is because we all bring different things to the table. So sometimes we have to remember to embrace that because um, even though we're always right, we sometimes have to let other people be right. How's that? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. no but <laughs> but it, sometimes we are wrong and we need to – embrace that as well and that's the hard part or just say no <laughs> yeah. always an option you know what i i learned that you don't sweat the small stuff i mean a lot of what we deal with in conflict is is pretty not when you really think of the real scheme of things it's not not the biggest thing ever and take your emotions out of it i think what we need to do sometimes and and i'm one of those as well is just step away like chris just said is get our our emotions out of it Take a deep breath. And how many times do you want to send an email back right away? And then you go, right. I've learned to stop. Stop. Don't do Vulcanize that. Vulcanize it. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what I'm doing. I'm doing it. 
Yeah, somebody said on Facebook today to embrace the pause. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Embrace the pause. I, I love to add to that. We have conflict in every day. I, I had a, we're in the business of, of hearing the word no, right? That just gets you closer to the yes. But I would say literally communication, direct communication with whatever the conflict is, because we all start thinking our, our monkey mind starts thinking like, Oh my God, this is what happened. And I read something recently where we basically all live in our own universes mm -hmm. because our perspective is what's happening, but that's not what's happening over here. And so we start creating these scenarios in our head. And if we don't directly communicate and understand why the conflict is happening, it just goes back to that different personalities. So 100% communication. And, and even if you're afraid to have that fierce conversation, there's a lot of growth in that fierce conversation. And so communication is really, the, in my opinion, the best way to, to diffuse conflict. That and doing a lot of yoga. <laughs> it had to be said, didn't it? <laughs> well, you know, a little different perspective, because you've all talked about, you know, how to deal with direct conflict. And so I'm just going to say how to prevent some conflict is when you're in a leadership team, like we are the five of us, it's just being really honest with, with each other. We all bring baggage to the table. And if there's something going on in our life, like I know Carrie has been in the process of moving and stuff like that, being really honest and letting us know, because sometimes you might just snap. I'm just going to say it's Carrie. Um, you're the new kid. Um, sometimes <laughs> Carrie might just like snap at us. And we think it's because she's mad at something that is going on in the leadership perspective and really it's just she's mad because she had to make one extra load to move stuff or whatever so us knowing what's really going on in each other's lives makes all the difference in the world and I would encourage you to be really open and honest with your team because they're going to understand if maybe you just need to vent because it's nothing to do with what's going on but you just need to get something else off your chest or whatever it is because we all I mean I'm looking y'all are all right in a row so I love this I'm looking <laughs> at the whole leadership team and we all have things going on in our lives right now on top of network 360 on top of our volunteer leadership on top of our real estate business and and everything and so it's just really building relationship with the people you're serving with is going to make all the difference in the world yeah. life doesn't stop for Yep. certain events. It, it goes on in the background. <laughs> it certainly does. When I'm looking through this chat, trust and reconciliation. I love that. Taking ownership of your actions and then looking at things from all perspectives. You know, that's another great thing. All right, let's go to the next thing then. All right, you have all, it, through your leadership journey, you've all been part of the state and you've been part of the local ranks. Okay, what is one piece of advice that you would like to give this illustrious group for 2021? What, what, is, what is one piece of advice? I would say enjoy the journey. It goes by really, really quick. And it is one of those great things that you can look back on and look back at your achievement and what you've accomplished and how you've changed other people's lives. So enjoy the journey, enjoy every moment. And that's what Network 360 is all about. It's about getting you prepared. So once you're prepared, the next year, you just can rock and roll and have a good time doing it. Enjoy the journey no matter what it looks like. That's right. I have great advice and it's advice actually my mom gave me a long time ago. And she said that, and I've told so many people this advice because I think it's the best. 
Um, when you are dealing with women's council and a bunch of women, there's going to be ugly times. Do not come home and gripe about it because um, she didn't use the word gripe. So we'll just keep it PG. Um, do, do not come <laughs> home and gripe about it because what's going to happen is your children, your husband, your spouse, whatever, your significant other, they're only going to hear the negative stuff. They're not ever going to hear how much you love it, how someone changed your life, how they're not going to hear the good stuff because you don't do that. It's like griping about a bad, bad service at a restaurant. They're only going to hear the negative and the, and the first time you want to throw in the towel, they're going to be encouraging you to throw in the towel because all they've ever heard is the negative. So don't bring the negative home, find another person in another network. That's why network 360 is so great. Find another local president to vent with or whatever it is, find you another person. Just don't bring that negativity home because they never hear the positive mm -hmm. best advice I ever got. Excellent. I shockingly also have a little practical advice. <laughs> um, and I would say, I, I know, right? <laughs> um, as leaders, you're going into your next year and you're looking at this list of committees that you need to put together and to be pulling up the next bit of leadership in your local networks and how are you going to handle that in the state networks. And my advice would be to realize, hey, if I need five people on this committee, go ahead and recruit 10. Um, not only are you offering that opportunity to other people that maybe wouldn't have reached out to otherwise, and they may turn out to be fabulous, and it's fabulous for both your network and for that person, but also realizing that, as we've been saying, life happens in the background. It doesn't stop for women's counsel, shockingly. And some people are going to have conflicts that come up during whatever event or project that is that you have asked them to participate in, and they may not be able to see it through. And that's not a personal failing of theirs. That's just life going on. But they need to be able to perhaps step back or you may, be, may have to ask people to step back to say, you know what, you just got too much on your plate. We'll get you next round. No big deal. We've got you covered. But you have to be able to have those people covered. You can't be scrambling in the background last minute to do it. So my advice is if you think you need five people, recruit 10. And if all 10 stay, great. You've just touch that many more people and you have that deeper of a bench in your network and to um, spread the good word of your network and what you're doing in your events. So that's my advice. Excellent. Just listen to the members, listen to everybody that is around you. Um, we learn from each other, but at the same time we can help each other just listening to everybody's concern or, you know, the help that they need, things like that. And yeah. Life is too short, ah. so we all have to smile. We all have to be positive and remember that everything that we want to set as a goal, we can do it. Indeed. Thanks, Marilyn. Thank you. Go ahead, Carrie. This goes back to one of my original uh, answers, and that's really just to give grace. Remembering that we're all human and a little humility does go a long way. And on that note, a little practical advice that I learned, it prepared me for future leadership positions is follow an agenda. When you're at your meetings, your governing board meetings, follow your agenda and make it time so that you are not running on for two hours, three hours doing committee work in your board meetings. So that was a key piece for me is just really getting a great agenda put together and following it so that I did not disrespect the time of my volunteer leaders. You know, one other thing I wanted to add is, you know, 
when you feel like quitting, remember why you started. Because there's going to be days and there may be weeks and months and you're like, what the heck did I get myself into? Right. Remember why you started. Right. And it's interesting, Pamela, that you say that because someone in the chat had asked, can the team speak to burnout? What do you do when you've got burnout? And I think that's a really good response, Pamela. Remember why you got started. Go back to the beginning. And focus on the positive and not the negative. Years right. ago when I got into this and I was actually on the state line in Florida and there was a lot of stuff going on as, as it happens. I spoke with a friend of mine who was not a realtor at all and, and she said something and this is great advice because I'll never forget it. She said, if you want to affect change, you have to deal with the politics. So it comes with the territory. Anytime that you're trying to do something that is maybe stretching people or stretching yourself, that you're, you're going to have to deal with politics. So just embrace it and, and make the best of it. Does anyone else want to comment from the leadership team on the burnout part of it? I do. So I think that it's really important to bond with your team. There's some things that we've done as a team together because so many, even if you're going to dinner, you're still going to be talking about women's council, but do something fun with your team. Go to like painting with a twist or we did, we went to a Cubs baseball game and had so much fun. Like right. we even did like the little football thing together. And it's we tried, so, we tried to go axe throwing. Yes, yes, we try yes. to go excellent, but just do something fun with your team, like bond and get to know them as humans, because the more you love on each other, the more you're going to love this experience. Yeah. Uh, Curtis put something in the chat, which seems to be causing a lot of happiness. So I'm going to read it. It's Curtis, the boss, Doss. Um, he said, I woke up one morning laughing hysterically. I was told in a dream to do this when I am upset or frustrated with people. Slap them. And here's SLAP is an acronym, show love and patience. There God definitely has a sense of humor, he comments. SLAP them. <laughs> That's what he told me to do, and uh, I always obey God, so. Yeah, you're a smart man. You're a smart man, Curtis. <laughs> so does anybody else want to speak to the burnout? We're good? We're good. Okay, let's see what else do I have on here. So here's something as it relates to the challenges. So what's the biggest challenge facing Women's Council and how do you think we're going to address it? Wow. I, th I think the biggest challenge right now is, is just learning how to pivot, which we've done, and embracing the different way because we are a relationship organization. And when that has been cut off, we feel like, how are we going to engage? And we're doing it now. I mean, what I witnessed over the last few days is these Zooms with all these people engaging and sharing. So there are ways to do it. And we just have to figure out the best way to still stay relevant and engaged and offer value. Value is what it's all about. Membership has always been, it's a perennial challenge for the Women's Council, I think. We're good at recruiting and not as good at retaining. And we've kind of historically been that way statistically. So for different reasons and different times and different markets and locales, membership is always a challenge. So I think that it's just a new version of why membership is a challenge. I also think there's a lot of opportunity in that, actually, because we're, we can very easily reach people 
with the value that we have that maybe couldn't physically get somewhere before, or it's easier for them to pop in on an event. So I think if we really embrace the opportunity that this brings, we can really benefit from it. I think the challenge to us right now that might be a little bit more difficult than it's been in the past is our strategic partners and figuring out how to really get them, show them the value that we bring to them and really bring what they have to our members so that there's mutual benefit there and doing that in an online environment if you're not meeting in person. That's a new challenge to us. So I think the relationship thing, we've, we have figured out how to carry online, but really figuring out how to, what do our partners want? Because what they want now may be different than what we think they want. And perhaps we should ask them, how can we benefit you? How can we bring our members to you in an online environment? And I hate saying virtual because we're all here. I mean, we're not avatars, <laughs> but in an online environment, how can we engage them better and put them in contact with our membership for uh, mutual benefit. So I think that might be our new challenge. Good job. Sylvia? I think that our challenge is touch. Um, we are so used to having being able to like pull someone under our arm and take them to a meeting or think about like the national conference if we were there, guide them and show them the way. And it's different in this format. And so I think we as an organization really have to key in on mentorship and figuring out a way to do it in an online world in a different way, because we will go back to face-to-face, -face, but until then we can't lose bringing up new leaders. And, you know, to all you local presidents out there, you, you really got to key in and we want to help you key in on that. So if you, if you need help, like reach out to us, like, uh, all the leadership team is shaking their heads right now. I can see y'all. Um, you look like little bobbleheads. But um, we need the we need to reach out and touch our members and to bring them up and inspire the next generation of leaders. And all of you that are local presidents, where do you want to go next? And we've really got to get into that actual mentorship program of bringing up new leaders. Right. Yeah. What about you, Carrie? I'm, I mean, I'll just echo everything that was said. I think the biggest challenge is just continuing to maintain focus on our value and what we provide to our members and the opportunity in that. I honestly feel like we've had a lot of opportunity, more opportunity for engagement in this online world that we are doing. And I think just really getting creative with the way we do it um, over the course of the last what is it six months now I've been on several zoom calls for in several different states and networks and and in my own business and people want to network they don't want to be sitting at home just with their families sorry I, I I live alone so I don't I would not mind sitting alone sitting at home with someone anyway <laughs> yeah. um but but we want to network we want to be connected with people and and a story that Sylvia said in the past, when we all got shut down originally, Zoom's been around for many, 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 many years. I've been using Zoom, not as much, obviously, but uh, we'd always texted and called each other or whatnot. And then at one point she said, let's do a Zoom. And just, I know we're all fatigued from Zoom now, but at that moment we just sat there and I was in my living room and she was in her living room and, or maybe her office. And we just, talked and and laughed together and it was just nice to have that connection and while it's not like a hug it certainly is better than a text or a phone call no question oh. indeed 
Well, I cannot believe it, but it is time to wrap this up, my friends. Thank you, leadership team, for being so authentic and engaged and listening to this wonderful group of leaders. I'm laughing to myself as I'm listening to all of you because we actually had some interesting words that were said today. We, we learned about <laughs> laughing each other. We, 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 somebody said monkey mind. Yeah, of course, uh, there was some uh, comment about murder hornets. And of course, the soundbite of the day, Vulcan. Think like a Vulcan. And does this chair make my butt look big? Oh, well, okay. that was unexpected. Okay. That was unexpected. But here's the question. Does it? Never. No. Nope. No. Just say no. Does it? Does it? Chris? The answer is no. Thank you. No. <laughs> so um, I I'm going to pass the ball back to you, Pamela. Thank you for giving okay. me the opportunity to introduce my wonderful friends to all of these great leaders. Well, thank you, Brenda Lee. <laughs> Don't we just love Brenda Lee? Woo! Woo! We love you, Brenda Lee. And uh, we look forward to a great 2021 and the rest of 2020. So have fun. Enjoy the rest of the conference. And we'll talk to you later. Everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors. Leaders made here.